Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. So good morning, nice to be with you again. Me and Jelly just sharing a, a drink together. Um, yeah, do you want to say hello, Jelly? Say hello. Anyway, so we are continuing through 1 Thessalonians uh, 3 uh, today, and we're just coming to the end of the chapter now. And the theme that I hope we've seen in the last few days has really been an emphasis on us being God's people together and Paul's longing to see them because he loves God's people and he wants to be with them. And there's a sense in which he understands this is a new community which sticks together and is knitted together, that cares for one another, that supports one another, that that wants to be with each other. And as we come to this, these last uh, three verses in chapter three, we really see that heightened. Now, I would encourage you to have your Bibles out um, as we look at these uh, last three verses. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11, 12, and 13. And it says this. Now, may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, as we do for you so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father in the presence of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Now, if you do have your Bible open in front of you, you might have noticed that what I said didn't quite, well, I'm assuming quite match up with what your um, translation says. Um, And I'll just explain why. So you might have read that expecting it to say, at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Now, just a a brief note, I am not convinced that that's the best translation. I I have a reason for saying this. Its relevance will will come in a minute. Uh, The the word for um, coming, what's translated as coming, is a a Greek word which can mean presence, and it does normally mean presence, and it can mean um, a coming. Now, the reason it's used in both is because it's the word that was used for a royal visitation. So when a king was present in a city, they would talk about the king's, the word is parousia. They would talk about the king's parousia with us. And so because it was talking about a king visiting a city, it came to mean sometimes the king's coming to a city. And so it's used differently and we have to work out the context. So sometimes it does mean coming. I think, uh, I'm convinced that the best translation of this verse is in the presence of our Lord Jesus, or to give it its full kind of meaning, in the royal presence. It's as though Jesus the King is among the church. And that's important, and I'll explain why it's important as we go through. Because what we see in these verses is, as I say, it's coming off the back of Paul reflecting on the church that he loves so much that he desires to be with, to serve, to care for. And as he gets into these verses, his prayer is for all of us as the church. Now may our God and Father, may he himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. 
In other words, what's God's plan for his church? His plan is that we would be together, that he would bring me and the apostles with me to you in Thessalonica. That's Paul's uh, kind of prayer here. And then it translates from sort of our God, may our God bring us together and may the Lord make you increase. And, and obviously he's including himself there as well, make us increase and abound in love for one another and for all. May God bring us together and make us love one another, but not just love one another, abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you so that he may establish your hearts. So you see how it's going here. May he may we be together. May we abound in love together. And may he establish our hearts. May he make firm our hearts blameless in holiness. In other words, may we be wanting to flee from sin and to go after righteousness. Maybe wanting to put sin aside in our life to say no more, I will not be found guilty anymore. I mean, we still slip up, and that's one of the reasons why we need to keep praying this. But that we would be found wanting to go after righteousness, wanting to stop and say, what does God want for my life? That's what it means to have our hearts established uh, in blamelessness, in holiness, uh, before our God and Father. Now, that I just love this image, because the word that's used is is this image about it's the same word that's used to describe jesus the word in the presence of the father in john one and the word was with god before the face of god and now it's being used for us blameless before our god and father in the presence of our god and father and then to, to finish it in the royal presence of our lord jesus with all his saints so when we go back and read that verse backwards, you find that Paul's point is Jesus, the king, is on a royal visitation among his people. He is in the city with all his saints. That's, that's us as the church. And so how do we live in light of that? Now, if you think about it, when a, when a king would come to visit a town, it would probably be much the same as if it were to happen today. You would have uh, the royal banner flying high. You'd probably have some union flags all over the place. If the queen came to us, we would kind of make a show of our patriotism. Um, Richelle, I see you're watching in the Philippines. I wonder how, if a ruler uh, were to come to your town, how you would decorate the town. I know that in, in here in uh, the UK, we, as I say, have a lot of union flags everywhere. We'd probably have tea parties. We would do something to make a show of the town. In the ancient world, they would have put the king's banners up all over the town. The king's banners would have made it very clear that the king is present in this town. And so when we go back through, we're asking the question, what are the banners of Jesus's presence? What are the what is lining the streets to let everyone know that the king is present here? in the presence of the Lord Jesus with all his saints. And bear in mind, Lord there, that has connotations of, of kingship. So in the presence of our king with all his saints. Well, the first love we see, the, 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 sorry, the first banner we see, the first display is abounding in love for one another. That is the banner that's on display in this city. We love 
one another. We care for one another. We want to see one another grow in faith and in love, in charity. We want to bless each other with physical blessings, as well as be praying for one another to care about the material growth, but also the spiritual growth of each other. That is the banner that fills our city. We love one another. The other banner that we see that lines the streets is having our hearts established in blamelessness, in holiness before God. If you want to know what defines this town that that Jesus has come to visit, this city that the king is present in, his church, the two defining points are love for God and love for neighbor. What does that sound like? Jesus saying the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength and mind. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. That is what defines our um, the, our city, our, our church, our gathering. We love God. We are established in blamelessness and holiness before him. And we love one another. And our love abounds for one another. And so the reason why I, I didn't want to kind of go into a translation and uh, edit, uh, sorry, an editor's note on translation at the beginning there, but I just want us to, to see that what I think is the correct translation in the presence, in the royal presence of our Lord Jesus, it really does change how we, how we view the verse because it's not saying, I don't think this verse is saying Jesus is going to come back any day, any day now, so how do you, how do you want to get ready for it? Now, obviously, I do think Jesus is coming back and we do want to prepare for it. But I think that these verses are far more focused on Jesus is present among his church. So how should we live? And that's the encouragement I give to you. Jesus is present. The royal visitation of the king is still here with us by his spirit. So how should we live? Let's love one another and let's establish our hearts in blamelessness and holiness before God, our Father. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you've poured out your spirit. And by your spirit, we can love one another. We can abound in love for one another. And we can be established in blamelessness and holiness before uh, you. Lord, help us to live in light of the fact that the King is present in this city. And Lord, that the banners are laid out all over the walls and the banner we see is love and righteousness. Lord, help us to constantly be reminding ourselves the King is present. Amen.